This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another podcast. This is Wholesaling Houses Elite. And today, today, I am here. Well, not only some people that live here in North Carolina, but some people that you guys should know. If you don't already know, get from under the rock you're under. My friends in the business. And I always say his name wrong, but I'm going to say it right today. Am I going to say it right today? <laughs> Dedrick Polite. Crystal Polite. Um, yes. Funny story. I always say his name wrong. And as I'm saying it, I know it's wrong. I don't know where I came up with it, but it's probably, I'm going to blame it on my dyslexic. That dyslexia kicking in. So welcome. Welcome to the Wholesale Elite Podcast. How are y'all today? Thank you. Thank Wonderful. You. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. So this was long overdue, and I just, I, I was, uh, where was I at? I think it was in LA, and I text Dave. I said, why don't we have them on? Why haven't we done this yet? And I think the timing's right. The timing's Absolutely. right right now. Perfect. So how have y'all been? First, introduce yourself, and I call these two the power couple of real estate. These These two have... I've just sat back and just watched them grow fast and, you know, fellow entrepreneurs see them succeed and being able to do it as a couple, I think it's twice as hard as be able to do it as a single individual. So introduce yourself, tell people where you're from and like, you know, tell your story. Yeah. So my name is Dedrick Polite. This is Crystal Polite. We are Be Polite Properties. Um, man, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, we are originally from Boston. Boston. Um, Boston. Yes. Uh we live here now in North Carolina. Um, loving it. Um, here, which is where I'm originally from, but um I didn't grow up here. My husband's actually from South Carolina. South Cacalac. Um mm-hmm. I'm from the real Carolina. No. South Carolina's <laughs> a real Carolina. No, y'all still got dirt roads in South Carolina. <laughs> so, um, like he said, we are serial entrepreneurs. Um, we went from owning multiple businesses to getting into this real estate game. Um, both of us. Um, anything else you have to add on that? Yeah. I mean, grew up in Boston. She went to Northeastern University. I went to a school called Amherst College. You know, graduated, went to Ivy League school. Did what my parents told me. You go to school, get a good job with mm-hmm. benefits. Got out there, got into corporate America. And I realized that, you know, I was climbing the ladder, but the ladder is, was against the wrong wall. Yeah. And, uh, you know, getting into this real estate business has opened my eyes to all the possibilities, man. And I want to commend you, Max, and thank you for sharing and giving as much as you have because you really kind of took that governor off for us. Thank you. For the possibilities in real estate. Let's, let's go back because there's things about you that I don't know that even as of just like last week when y'all were posting on Facebook, y'all did this like things you may not know post or something like that. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. So I, I like I said before we started this, there's no script. There's no I didn't send you a set of questions. Right. This is like a raw me and y'all talking and we're just people are fly on the walls and listening. So I am here learning things about you. You're probably gonna learn some things about me. But I wanna understand more of your journey. When did you guys two meet? We met in <laughs> what year was that? Almost ten years ago. Yep. In um, Boston at a gas station. October. At a gas station. Who was pumping? Yes. I went to get gas. <laughs> I never got gas that day. And neither, I don't I think got you got, gas. she got right. gas that day. Right. And, and I pumped. The only thing I tell people that he didn't do, that should, that I didn't hold it against him is he should have pumped my gas. Mm. Even he just met you, he just should have pumped you? Absolutely. I was so starstruck. He monopolized my time. How you, what's your line? When, so you, you I, didn't, I didn't use a line. When I saw her, I mm-hmm. gave her my business card right up there at the pump. And the most beautiful woman I ever took, she uh, ever saw, she had sunglasses on. So I did ask her to take her sunglasses off. I just want to make sure she wasn't cockeyed and yeah. like that. I was like, everything else is perfect, but I have to make sure, you know. That's he, cool. He really did, too, and I gave him my business card. So what were you guys doing at the time, business-wise? So I was working as a pharmaceutical sales rep in okay. Big Pharma. I had the company car, had the expense account, all that stuff. Had it going on for myself yep. until I met her, and she was like, you can do better. I said, yep, you're all right. <laughs> Mm. You're um, doing okay. That, that's okay. Right. right. I said, you are I have right. my own house and all that stuff. Yep. And I was in um, working for a company called Boston Scientific, mm-hmm. one of the uh, largest medical device companies. I was about to say, I know that company. Yes. Yeah, so I was working there actually uh, managing sales reps out of that company. And shortly, actually, right when I met him, I ended up going to work for Boston Garden. 
Mm. Uh, the so tell them what play. you called your friend after you met. What did so you tell your friend? When we met at the gas station and we left, I'd end up calling my girlfriend and I said, hey, funny thing. She's like, what? I said, I actually just met the guy that I'm going to marry. Mm. And she was like, what? Now, this is huge mm. for someone like me. She's been proposed to like multiple times, times. So it was like, <laughs> I just knew. So wait, wait how, how, do you, how, how do you just know? How do you just know? Because as you got, I'm not married. How do you just know? It is just that feeling mm-hmm. you get that it's going to never be like that with anyone else in the world. From the moment he walked around the pump and came in front of me and I looked at him, I knew instantly that moment. I'm going to marry this guy. Dang. This I knew I- the same thing about her. I called my best friend like, yo, I just met the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Like, I could see myself being married to her. And I was like, I was the type of dude, like, look, I'm and not going to marry you. That's crazy because y'all, y'all were both in Boston, right? Yes. yes. So it's hard to find compatible people up there. Absolutely. And not to mention, we lived relatively close to each other. Mm-hmm. We come to find similar out we circles. were at, in similar circles, but always in the same place. Never running into each other. Mm-hmm. We were at a ton of the same big events. Um, some of them that only had like 30 people, but yet we never saw each other. Mm, until that. And I told him it was never meant for Timing us was to. right. Absolutely. Yeah, timing mm-hmm. was right. So y'all meet, y'all just say, hey, look, I'm going to get married. Y'all run out to the courthouse the next day, y'all married. No. No. So like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It was a rocky was road to get to the marriage Not table. Either. I wasn't marriage material when she met. I was okay. a bachelor. Yeah. I was living yeah. my best life out I've there been having money fun. As a part of your own house and thinking you on the top of the world. Well, yeah. I was I living know. it up. I get it. Yeah. And to the point where when he called his friend that same day, like when we got in our cars and drove off, called our friends, his friend, friend requested me on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I had to do the side eye. Like, dude, <laughs> dude, really? It's like some of the comments. I just in, told you I was going to marry girl. <laughs> really? And literally, um, you know, I called them and I said, hey, listen, I got a friend request from someone and the only mutual friend is you. And I just met him. So we shouldn't, you know, and he was like, well, what's his name? And I'm thinking it's his brother. And my Facebook, it it was kind of like only people I accepted with people I knew. Mm -hmm. That's it. So he was like, what's his name? I told him his name. He's like, no, no, no. Decline. (laughs) (laughs) Come in the kitchen, bro. We got right. You got a conversation. (laughs) Um, but from there, it literally was, I knew he wasn't marriage material then. Mm-hmm. I knew it off rip, but I'm a realist. And I tell a lot of females that I come into contact with, when you stop being, telling the truth to yourself, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was not marriage material, but I knew at some point he will be. And when he's with me, I knew at that point, I can take him greater than he expected to go. Mm. So I said, you know what? You go, and I want you to enjoy yourself. Live your best life. He's like, no, 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 I want to be with you. I said, no, <laughs> you will be, just not right now. Mm, time. I wasn't ready. And I wasn't ready. Like, I had no, to get my no, stuff ready, myself ready. You. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I said to him. I said, go, live, enjoy your best life. I said, live la vida loca, go screw a couple girls. Enjoy yourself and then you didn't know it was gonna get this real. No, after, I like after this. dark, I like this. after <laughs> dark real estate. This ain't just about real estate. <laughs> no, this I is about relationships and real life. Is. I like that. So you you knew beginning. Hey, look, you too young. You got it going on right now. Go enjoy that. Absolutely. Come back when you're ready. Absolutely. I come. I come. I can holler at you. I wasn't I ready. ready. I was. I'll get married when I'm fifty because I was too busy playing the yeah. field, having fun. But she changed my mind. And I, I, t- I literally told him, I said, go and sleep with some girls. Go sleep with a couple more Get girls. Get it out your system. I was like, for real? You, <laughs> I said, you, you punking <laughs> me right now. Listen, you, playing. Yeah. You, play, you playing me right now. Exactly but she was serious. She was dead serious. And She he, said, you're not ready for me right now. Go do you for a little bit and come back. And when he came back, I was in a relationship. Mm. I didn't say I was going to wait. She hit yeah. me with the, <laughs> with the okie doke. I yeah. said, really? You and, told me what you told me. Yep. I didn't say I was going to wait, but I told him, get it out your system and come back to me. If it's meant to be, it'll be the only stipulation I had on him was don't go out and have any kids because I knew that was a yeah, deal you breaker want to do for that me. Anyways. No, oh. you no, I knew it was a deal breaker for me, but I also knew I was going to marry him. I never had a doubt in my mind. I knew from day one, I'm going to marry him. I just need him to be where I need him to be. 
She didn't want no baby mama drama. Neither did I. Nope. I'm following the same suit. And literally, he came back. I was in a relationship. I ended up getting out that relationship because I said, okay, I think he's ready. Um, I did have to stalk you for a little bit. He sure did. And I'm not the stalking type. That's how I knew I was in love and I was going to marry this woman because I don't, I don't stalk, right? <laughs> but I found but myself stalking that day. I, I yeah. found myself outside her door like listening to see if she was breathing because she wasn't answering the phone a couple yeah. times. So yeah, I was yeah. like, this is love right here. <laughs> yep, I dodged his calls for like maybe six months. I dodged his calls because he kept saying, oh, you know, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. And I knew he wasn't ready. So I went cold on him. When ghosts on me. But you Completely. ended your situation. Absolutely. And then? We ended up talking and um, just getting to know each other. I tell everyone, I build upon our friendship first. Mm-hmm. Because if I build upon our friendship, the relationship will come easy. Mm-hmm. The yeah. friendship is the hard part. Being best friends first. So, because if you can be best friends, you can talk about anything. And one of the things that I tell people in um, at our wedding, I had three of my exes. At our wedding, one of my exes cut his hair, and all the other grooms in here for the wedding. So people, I was, was skeptical. Like, I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm this dude about to jack me up." <laughs> like, nah, your ex ain't cutting my hair. I resisted for a while. I was like, "No, I'm good. right for years." And I'm like, "Dude," and I said, "Yo, listen, our friendship, our friendship superseded those relationships." And they'll come to him now, and they'll be like, "Yo, you're never gonna meet anyone as real as her." They all told him the same thing. It was like, she's loyal, she's not going anywhere, and she's going to make you better. Mm. And they once he saw the dynamics of our relationships with all of us, he was like, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Because these dudes now look at you like a sister. They look at you as just, you know, a best friend in the whole world. Yeah. He understood that dynamic in our mm. relationship. So what I did with him was I said, um, when we got together, I said, listen, you know, um, I think we, you know, we need to go and get counseling. We were just dating. And you know. So wait, so wait, first of all, counseling don't even happen in the hood. Right. Right. You know, so, our people, we so don't do counseling. You just started dating and she recommends some counseling. What, what do you say? No. I, I, I was kicking and screaming. I said, oh, hell no. Nah. We ain't about to do no yep. counseling. We don't go sit on the couch and get, you know, psychoanalyzed. She and was like, if you want to be with me, we're going to counseling. That's what you going to do. I said, no, I said to him, I said, oh, I'm that's sorry. Smart. Let me refrain. Let me. I said, I'm sorry. That's I, actually smart. I said. Beforehand. Before. Absolutely. I said, we don't wait until we need counseling to Yo, get that's it. the smartest relationship advice I've heard she my could, whole life. She I can t- talk about this all day. She need her own talk show. But this I is told him, people always wait to get counseling when we need it. You I said preventive maintenance. Absolutely. I said, we ain't going to the preacher or the pastor. We're going to go to the man on the fourth floor with his name on the door. Mm-hmm. Nondescript building. Nondescript, who don't know either one of us. Mm-hmm. And objective. I told him, I come from a single parent household. You come from a single parent household. We haven't seen it done right. Let's not try to repeat this. There you go. And when he was like, oh, no, no. I said, okay, I'm sorry. Let me, let's... Let's rewind. We're going. I said, because I, I made the mistake of asking. I said, so let me just put it to you. <laughs> I said, she, and she had to take that stance with me because yeah. I was so Cause against was so it. Against she it. had to be like, we're going to go. For no, for reason no reason other than it was a stigma. Stigma in our community. That's it. And then when we went, he was like, yo, this is the best thing. I'm we so glad we went. That's the best relationship advice I think I've ever been given to some to me. Absolutely. Go to counseling before, before. you ask Go before. We wouldn't be together today, probably, if we didn't do that counseling. Absolutely. And we were we literally was... just, we might have been, might have been five months, four, mm-hmm. five months in. And I was just like, listen, let's go. We learn to communicate with each other, learn about each other, mm-hmm. learn stuff about ourselves that we didn't mm-hmm. know. Best thing that's ever happened to us. Dope. So y'all, y'all are now went through some counseling, pre-dating marriage counseling. Absolutely. Yep. So, y'all getting married? Is that with it quick? No. No. Y'all dated um, for a while. A few years. Yep. Two years. Yeah. Dated for two years and decided, yo, did you propose? And the thing oh, is, yeah. we were, we had a business before we ever got married. Y'all had a business together? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Airbnb uh, was yep, our first business. Airbnb we were dating. So, y'all were doing Airbnb well, upstate in Boston? In yes. Boston. Yeah. So, back up. Our first date was a business meeting. Absolutely. Our first date was like an interview. I was interviewing her. She was interviewing me. She was sending me questions like, yo, what's your three to five year plan? What are your goals? Like, it was an interview because wow. marriage marriage is a business. It's a partnership. Absolutely. So, we were both evaluating each other, not just on a relationship. We knew there was chemistry. We knew there was a relationship there, but 
can this be my business partner? And that's what I prayed for, a life partner and a business partner. So, and that's what we have. You got it. Yeah, and I didn't, my thing was I'm not marrying an employee. I'm marrying an entrepreneur. I've had my own business since I was 18. And I knew I saw that in him. So I just wanted to make sure when we came down to the table and had this business lunch slash day, day, um, that what I was seeing was accurate. Mm -hmm. And when the check came, I picked up the check. I went to pay for it, and she 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 grabbed it and slid. It. I said, "No, no, no." I suppose she grabbed it and she was like, "No, I insist." And we almost had to fight over the bill, but she paid. That was the first time I had a woman offer to pay for the bill. So I was like, "I, I already knew she was a keeper," yeah. but that just you know. I told him. I said, it. "Well, I'll get the next one. It's no biggie." Why? Because I wanted him to know early on, I want you. I don't need you. And there's a huge difference. And to want someone lets him know at no point in time ever in our relationship am I going to need you to take care of me. But at some point, if you ever needed me, I'm there. Mm -hmm. I can pull my own weight. I can pull our own weight. I can hold us down if need be. And I tell a lot of females, I don't care how good you look, how dope your body is, how fat your behind is. At the end (laughs) of the day... A man wants a female who do, it doesn't feel like a crutch. There's so much of that out of there. It's, there's so much of that which you described out of there that that's a dime a dozen. To be yes, honest. right. It is right. like, and if females only knew how many women throw themselves at your man or any other man every and day, and those looks are gonna fade Just eventually. Check the, check the DMs. What right. else do you have other than the looks? You gotta have you some gotta substance to you. Big time. You gotta I'm, separate yourself. I've never seen a fine ass grandma. Right. At some point, <laughs> that stuff starts sagging. <laughs> I see some cute ones, though. But I, well, you know, clear hush the boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she nice. But so now, okay, so let's let's get on track here. So we, y'all are power couple. Y'all y'all had a business together before y'all yep, even really. Yeah, we started was, Airbnb. So y'all did Airbnb. What are some, so people know y'all as the power couple now. You know, the couple that came up in real estate very fast, did y'all thing and hustle. But there's a whole backstory together as a couple that they don't see. Mm-hmm. Businesses that y'all had done things and failed. Mm. And I talk about right. my own failures. I think a lot, and I start talking about it more because a lot of people think I just came up through real estate. I've mm. had at least 10 failed businesses prior to this. Yep. What's some of the things that y'all have done in the past? Because you're true entrepreneurs. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those things that happened in the past, some of those businesses that you guys were part of, and just just name a few of them, and and then we'll talk about So we started with Airbnb, Mm -hmm. and then we went into um, franchising. So we... Before that, the great young minds. Oh. um, Um, We put up $10,000 to start up a nonprofit, mm -hmm. and we paid this consultant. Little did we know he was a crook. We gave him a $10,000 check. He ran off with our money, and we were trying to start a nonprofit for kids. Right. This was before the next business. I'm working on one right now myself. Right. Awesome. So, so we've had failed businesses where we put out money, we've lost money, but mm-hmm. that's why we win. Is those failures is why you win. Right. That's, I, I agree 100%. And those failures in the end are the what's going to make you the most money because you've learned mm-hmm. invaluable lessons from those failures. Um Name some more businesses. So after that, we mm. went into um, franchising. Animal rides. So little animal scooters that ride around the mall. So, so everybody's seen those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we so bought how, a, what made you decide that? Like, how do you decide, hey, this is what the, uh, this I want this franchise? I didn't want any parts of it. We were looking to buy an official franchise. Mm-hmm. And my wife, being the visionary she is, she found it. And I was like, what is that? I didn't think it was a real business. I was like, you can't make no money renting little scooters around the mall. And she, like, vetted it and looked into the numbers. And she was like, no. This thing actually makes some serious money passively. We both still had corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. We bought this business, found a motivated seller who lived out of state. He had 11 locations in different malls, and he wanted to sell his North Carolina location because he lived in Mississippi, Mm. and he didn't want to have to drive 11 hours. A lot of comparables to the real estate business when you find a motivated seller. He wanted 80 grand for the business. Three months later, by the time I got him down, got him down to 43,000 is what we bought it for because he was motivated. Mm-hmm. We sold it again for eighty something thousand a couple years later, so yeah, that's interesting. So the little scooters around the malls is that your last business before you got in real estate full time? Yeah, and that business we grew to three locations: one in Greensboro, one in Charlotte, one in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Three hundred thousand annual revenues, um, nice. part time business. You netted like sixty k a year doing that, nice. and um, we sold that in October twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. 
that's right around the time I found you on YouTube, and that's when we were like, look, we're gonna do this real estate thing, and we took a lot of this money like my started. First video. Right. Yep. Right. I think I found you like November, December, 2017, and we started investing in our education mm-hmm. to learn the real estate business. So what what made you guys? I mean, you dibbled in Airbnb before. What made you think about real estate, and then what found what what gravitated you to wholesaling particularly? So I had always been in real estate. Like when I was three or four years old, my mom would tell you when we drive from Boston to South Carolina, we'd be driving through New York, and I'd see the skyscrapers and the Trump towers and all that. I'd say, I'm gonna own one of those buildings mm-hmm. one day. I've always wanted to be a real estate person, but I had a problem called analysis paralysis for many years where I would analyze things six ways to Sunday and not right. take action yeah. until I met this woman sitting right next to me. And she's the one who kicks me off the ledge and like, look, you're smart enough. You got to just, just do, it. do it. Right. It so, yeah. And I think with um, Airbnb, it kind of gave us that real estate bug mm-hmm. because we made how much? Uh, yeah, about like, 25 30 grand in a couple months. In about two or three months. Renting out her apartment. Renting out mm-hmm. my apartment. And from there, he was like, hey, listen, um, I want to look into this wholesaling thing. And he just kept saying it, kept saying it, kept saying it. I found Nasser, the real estate guru. This was Yo, like. he's coming next. He's going to, we're doing a show here live. Yeah. 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 That's right. who he found. And he was talking about this dude. And then he found you. Because he, Nasser was like the original. Actually, the original doing a, guru. I mean, they're doing a deal in Charlotte right now. But, yep. Um. He's like the original guru. He actually yeah. where I got that word from. Mm-hmm. I, I tell people I didn't make it. I got it from him, and he was the one who was doing YouTube videos. 2012, yes. 2013. Yes. I Imagine found him. what he would be like if he stuck with it. But right. he said he didn't like the like. Oh, really? He said he didn't like the like. I think that was part of the reason oh. that he didn't like. He was just he was got too caught up actually doing real estate that he just forgot about mm-hmm. that part. But, mm-hmm. Man, I could imagine where he would be at now because he's building new bills. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's doing some dope modern new bills yeah, in I can't Charlotte. Yeah, to bring him out on the podcast. Yeah, we've but... driven by a couple of them. Um, and we've done some deals with him down in Charlotte, yep. too. And once he found him, he was talking about it. Then he told me, and I'm one of the people who I'm not a big talker mm-hmm. when it comes to just, let's just do it. And he just kept saying, oh, let's do this, do this. And then he found you. So when I get involved, it's different. Like, if I put my time into it. It's it's like that Lambo. You press the gas on the Lambo. All the way up. We going hard or going home. So when I started doing research on it, we're changing the game. I started looking into it. How do we make a billion? Forget millions. Exactly. So then (laughs) he saw you. I started watching your videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Then... You know how when you're in the whole meetup thing, you get emails mm-hmm. for local ones that may be yeah, coming around you. Something around your interest. Yeah. Right. And they yours popped up. that picture. Up. The one from um, our first meetup. You probably have it in that deck. Literally, yours oh, just yeah. popped up. And I told Dedrick, I said, hey, the guy that you follow um, is doing a meetup. And he was like, oh, let's go. I said, all right. Um, he said, put it on the calendar. I put it on the calendar. And at that point, we hadn't done a deal, but we kept... Paying for education, getting We'd invested educated about on five, it. ten grand just in coaches and just mentoring coaches. up to that point. We hadn't even done a deal yet. We were trying to do trying a deal on different our heads, that's learning. It, just trying to get educated on the process, on legalities, um, a little bit of everything. Hadn't done a deal, bumping our head, came to your meetup. March twenty seventh no, March twenty eighteen. Thirteen months ago. Isn't that crazy? Thirteen months. And I say this too, because so many people thought from the conference oh max had to have mentored and coached you guys no that's the only time we've talked and you know Mm -hmm. he does this with all his friends and you know he just don't do it and i tell people i said listen he (laughs) don't have time no that's not what happened (laughs) i said the business you have to be in the room (laughs) like i said all we did was we saw he was having something and we went that's it like we went we got in the room we were able to ask him some questions he was able to add value to us by answering our questions. He validated us like, yo, this is something y'all can do. Yeah, Trust said, me. Oh, it you is guys are going to kill it. Y'all you just looked at us like, oh, y'all going to kill true. this. I remember saying that. Yep. Yep. Like, I remember saying that. And I told him, that's what happened. Like, don't think that Max is just telling I've people. I never talked to y'all after that for It's like we, we didn't have each other's numbers or nothing. Right. right. And, until we came back to like your fourth one. That August, mm-hmm. we came back, and you were like, the polites, yeah, I remember y'all. And we had already closed a few deals. You like, yeah, get up and start talking about your deals. And we went from being newbies, and now we're experienced mm-hmm. in a few Just short like months. That, right? yep. 
And it was literally just from that meetup. And we came back around full circle. And that's why when you say stuff, and, you know, I don't really get too much in it on the Wholesale and Elite <laughs> page because people can get wild on there. But when you say it's too easy, you don't need a mentor or coach. Like, all of this stuff is really out there for free. To get started. To get, to get started. To get started out there because a lot of people, you know, they have analysis paralysis and they just overanalyze things. Yes. And I know it's real estate and a lot of people don't have any experience in it. But a lot of people don't. You just got to take that jump. Close that first deal, then start investing. Yeah, just in, start, just figure it out. There's enough. I mean, there's 81, 82,000 people in that group. Yeah. There's enough information in just the search columns to get you started. So you guys come to a come to a meetup that I do, a free meetup, by the way. I think I might start yep, those. Yep. I think we should start those back up again. It was free. We would have paid money for it. Yeah, it was free. <laughs> I still do them for free. It, co it cost me a little bit of money. I think they charged me yep. like 150 for the for room. the space, but yep. that's that's nothing. It for me it was I. Let me tell you why I did the meetups. I was so excited to share what I learned how to become wealthy with people. It's almost like people are like why are you telling everybody? I was like why not? I'm, I'm too excited. This We're the right. same way. You're a go giver. <laughs> it's like if I know something that can benefit you, I can't help but tell people. Just I'm just that type of person. Inside. Like they say, how money burns a hole in people's yep. pocket. It's like my like my ideas or like my my giving to give somebody like yo this can make this can change your life mm -hmm. that's how that we stuff are. burns a hole in my pocket so you guys come to the meetup and you go out there and you're like we can do this yep and you go yeah. out and you actually do it literally and do you remember your first deal oh absolutely let's just, yep let's let me hear it because i know i never forget my first deal so i want to hear your first deal it was a deal that i actually found on facebook marketplace mm. um and it was a lady local who was looking to sell a house. And I still had no idea what I was really doing. But I said, listen, this is, looks like a good deal. So I took it to Dedrick. I was like, hey, this lady's looking to sell her house. Look at the price. It's in a, I knew the area that the mm -hmm. house is in, which was a really good area. And it had a good school district. So I didn't believe in the deal at first. That's what I kind of based it off of. The school district was good. Exactly. Um, and it was right on the parade route. Don't know what that is. So you know how like when your town has the local okay, parades? Okay, got it, got it. Okay. It was directly on the parade route, not that far off of what would be like a main street. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really a good location. So I said, hey, let me bring this to him. I brought it to Dedrick. He was like, uh, I don't really see a deal here. They wanted like 65 grand for it. Um, ARV, I thought it was like 90. Come to find out the ARV was like 120-something. Mm -hmm. So I started negotiating with the seller. I gave him like a $40,000 offer. She said no, of course. And But I built a rapport with her. Mm -hmm. And I went there. We looked at the house. Mm -hmm. We walked it, inherited property. Mm -hmm. She no longer wanted it. And every month, I would follow up. She said no. Okay, you mind if I call you next month? I followed up with her. Next month, follow up. And she came to expect my phone calls. So after like six months... Andrew be like, hey, Dedrick, how's it going? I, I was expecting your call. <laughs> no, I'm still not ready to sell at that price, but, you know, try me again. And I would call, and she, eight months later, she got from like 65 to 54. And she finally was motivated enough to get a contract signed. We got on the contract. We told some people in our, in our network that were investors that, hey, we got a deal. We're selling it for 65,000. Actually, our accountant, yep. him and his wife buy houses, they bought it. $11,000 assignment fee. So we had it for 54. We sold it for 65. And that was our first deal, August of 2018. Never forget it, right? Yeah. And, and I tell rolling you about since then. Mine was $14,000. It was September 28, 2016. Uh, I'll never forget it. Yeah. It's just those dates. You just, right. you never forget when it, when it goes down. You just don't forget it. You so, don't. Um, so now y'all are off and rolling. Right. Because right after that, we closed maybe like three the very next boom, month boom, boom. everything was like boom 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 and then the next month we closed the six-figure wholesale deal yep. the mother load three months after we, we closed our first deal yeah and that crazy virtual yeah. six-figure wholesale deal never. we never saw the house so let's let's talk about your got you some strategies you guys use um obviously you're a couple let's talk about what roles each one of you play in that business and then maybe some of your 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 strategies on how you do things. So what, what what's your role? I am the um, integrator. So she's the visionary. I'm the integrator. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of, I'm the X's and O's guys. I do acquisitions. 
I take down deals, I close them, mm-hmm. finance, marketing, all that stuff. She is the visionary where she likes to say, what do you say? Jump off the building, grow wings on the way down? Absolutely. Um, she does marketing. This is my VP of lead generation. This woman is a ninja. She's she's figured it out and she's cracked the code. Like, I'm amazed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm inundated with leads because of her marketing expertise. And, I, and I'll let you know, um, I literally learned marketing and this is no lie because i didn't want to have anything to do with marketing i didn't mm. want to have anything to do with podio i didn't no want to have background in it <laughs> no <laughs> background in it at all and when i fired my boss june 2018 uh, 2018 june, june 8th june 8th i said i gotta get into uh, he can't do all of it mm-hmm. I remember said, i still so, have a corporate job i still have a w2 to this day to this day, day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, he can't do everything. So I have to pick one of the big parts oh, of yeah. this and tackle that. And it was marketing. So what I actually did was I went on your YouTube page. <laughs> no lie. And that's why. We need to write you a check for all the right. stuff we learned from YouTube. I'm not going to deny it. Just Listen, from your YouTube channel. And people will think, oh, it's because we're sitting here together. No, the first time I heard you ever say this was... Um, we were in Boston. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, people, and that's how much we did not we did not talk. Right. right. And people will think that we talk every day. But people, and I tell people, it's no lie. We literally got a lot of our stuff from your page. And I I learned my marketing from your YouTube page. So I, he didn't have time to show me. I had fired my boss. So I said, okay. Let me hit this YouTube page and see what I can Your YouTube learn. channel is on our TV more than anything. Our kids know you. They're right. Like, they know wholesome. They're five and two because you're always on the, the TV. <laughs> and that's where I learned how to do marketing. Mm-hmm. And it just became a puzzle for me. And I love puzzles. Very analytical. Um, loves breaking stuff down. And that's marketing for her. And I literally sat there and I just went through every video of yours because I knew he didn't have time to show me. Reverse engineered your processes as yep. you explained them. Mm-hmm. And went back and started doing my um, my own thing with taking what you taught me and doing it for our markets. Adding your own spice in there. Yep. Yeah. And just basically tailor, tailoring it for our market. So, and don't Which forget similar, we're in... similar, but it's a little different. Right, because we're in Boston's market. So, yeah. yours will work perfectly down here. So, I had to readjust it for our Boston market. North, yeah. Exactly. And <clears throat> it worked perfectly. I'm jealous. I need, I need a virtual market. I'm going to pick one. I think I've, 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 inv- I've invested in a virtual market. And I think I'm gonna pick it uh, to to go virtually in big time. Absolutely, because oh, yeah. I, I need one. Just need some. I need a reason to travel. Right. <laughs> Not that I don't travel enough already. But so you guys, you're you're now taking the marketing in, and yes. you're running. You're coming off of work, and you're closing these deals, doing all these things. Who makes the phone calls? Um. Well, who makes them is we have a transaction coordinator. Okay. Um. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> your transaction coordinator, Addie. Addie, that is my girl. I yeah, love her. We death. love Addie. I literally sat down with her at We Live 2018. <laughs> literally sat down with her during one of the breaks. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, do you mind if I talk to you during one of the breaks? She was like, sure, absolutely. Sat down with her the entire break. And why she told me her whole process, her whole job description, everything. I literally took that. And that's the role we needed. That- because that's the role we needed. Mm-hmm. We needed an Addie. Thank you so much, Addie, girl. Because you, she, <laughs> lit- she literally helped me out. And people don't understand. When you go to these conferences, you got to get everything you can get Absolutely. while you are there. It's more about the people that are in attendance than the, than the speakers on the stage. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, if you don't believe me, I literally got our whole job description for our transaction quarter from Addie. So everything she took me, I took back. I had notes. I literally opened up my laptop, plugged it in while mm-hmm. we were sitting near the stage and took notes on everything that she did. I took that back, looked and hired based off of what she said she does and what she says we should look for with mm-hmm. the transaction coordinator. So we hired um, her and she was virtual at first. And she basically handles all of our calls. Inbound calls. Inbound calls that's Qualifies coming in. Them. And then she passes the warm leads to me. Right. Got it. To set the appointment, do the walkthrough. And I watch all your negotiation videos. 
And I'm like, how is this dude buying houses for like 20, 30 grand? I didn't and, think it was and possible. You see it, and now you and do now it. And now I use your lines. Man. You know, it's it's crazy, man. <laughs> he did say that. Like, how is this dude buying houses? I say, well, Mr. Jones, we usually buy houses in this condition, this neighborhood for like nine thousand dollars. That's what we pay. I learned that a yeah. lot. <laughs> usually. And they were like, oh, for real? Okay. I'll sell it to you for that. It's crazy. I, I, I still, you know, 13 months ago or whatever it was that 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 we went to a meetup and now we're here. And for me, it's been tremendous growth in 13 months. And for you, it's been tremendous growth right. in 13 months. I'm just, I think we're just crazy blessed that yeah. we're at this position. But now, you know, people recognize me and they recognize you guys when you're out now. As the power couple, mm. I call you guys a power couple because yeah. I don't know of a couple in real estate, period, that is doing it the way y'all are doing it. Y'all got this gel, and I'm going to blame it all on this counseling prior to you guys getting married <laughs> or just, you know, Absolutely. dating. So I, you guys figured out the, the game plan way ahead of time versus, you know, not doing that and being proactive. But I think that's awesome. So you. A lot of people see marketing from you guys where you guys were crushing the driving for dollars model, which is something I preach a lot. Yep. Like you don't need money to get started. All you need is a car and the, 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 some gas to Absolutely. drive around yep. and capture properties. You guys have capitalized tremendous on that. Is that a big portion of where you're? you're That's a le- huge portion. Deal of machine. Our Shout out to Deal huge. Machine. And no lie, I'm going to come back to it. I learned about it. Watching one of your YouTubes at that meetup, he mentioned Deal Machine. Yep. One of the meetups. Well, I met like, I met David machine? right when I got started, and we were both. I don't even think he built Deal Machine yet. Uh, we were actually at a Sean Terry event in Arizona, and we met it. Yeah, and um, he told us that story, y'all, in the hotel yep. room. Yeah, you invited we, up. For yeah, drinks. we just start. Yep, we just started drinking. It was like three or four of us in the room, and we started talking. And then he was going on about some things. I was like, man, that's dope. Man, I just my app just failed, but you know that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but every, it's good to see everybody growing at the same time. But you guys have now said, "Listen, Deal Machine's dope. I'm gonna figure." And now, when you we guys built just, a business around Deal Machine, I know. Yep. And you you built a business around driving for dollars. Driving for dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So now, just before we started, you guys were in my office over there, and I just was showing you guys how I'm now taking what you guys said at We Live 19, yep. and I mm-hmm. implemented, went out and hired three drivers to go out there and drive for me. Right. So explain how you guys expanded because a lot of people. You know, what I see in the group, the Facebook group, a lot of people, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, do machines dope. You guys should go out and try it. People try it. They never read the instructions. Right. They never watch, go on their YouTube channel to watch yes. videos. They mm-hmm. think it's just all, just because they bought it or just because they get the 30-day free trial, they think they're supposed to get deals. A deal in 30 days. In 30 days. Tell us how you use Deal Machine and how you actually use Deal Machine for probably bigger than what D- David actually thought the app was for. He probably, mm-hmm. yep. I'm going to go ahead and say he's done some of the changes on the app because of you. This Absolutely. is the power user right yeah. here. So yeah. tell me tell me how you took the, the Driving for Dollars app, Deal Machine, and, and said, I'm going to tweak this and run with it. And what did you decide to do? Um, well, I knew we were... We were afraid of getting into direct mail because we didn't know how to do it. And you all heard it's expensive. And, and the we, dollars. that's all we, we see kept these hearing. gurus like, yo, you got to send 20,000 mailers, 30,000 mailers a month. We're like, look, we got a checking account and a savings account. It ain't set up like <laughs> that much at one time. Right. It's going to bounce. <laughs> um, so I literally said, okay, this is an easy way. Once I saw your video and I saw the Land Glide, that day I downloaded Land Deal Glide. Machine and I downloaded Land Glide. I still Glide. love Land Glide. And... I literally used the two together. And what I did was after I started uploading properties, I was able to see at that point what the app could do. Mm-hmm. But I knew I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be able to do more, say more. <clears throat> and at that point, um, I learned our market. Mm-hmm. And a part of marketing and legion. So, wait, how did you learn the market? Is by, I learned it by looking up our what's it called the demographics, uh, demographics. Mm-hmm. age and yeah. there's a video you have Income. out talking about the demographics and stuff in your area mm-hmm. so i went learned the demographics in our area from how old people were their ethnicities how many children were in the houses Income. i learned um the the housing shortage in our area the mm-hmm. apartment shortage in our area what areas that was taking effect in mm-hmm. and I literally just spent a week looking up all the demographics that's for all it the counties. just a week that's it 
That's why I be trying to, it's not that much time you got to spend. It's really not. And it just depends because we're in multiple markets. I was doing it for both of our markets, Boston and North Carolina. And it's not a lot of time because the moment I learned that and I'm like, holy shit. You get that customer avatar. Mm -hmm. He's 65 years old, couple, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. They shop at Walmart. They make 35 grand a year. They own a fixed income. Now you know the avatar. They respond to direct mail. They don't do text messaging. Right. You That's know, now what you know I learned. How to reach them. Mm-hmm. So now I took Deal Machine and I said, okay, we have a certain demographic in our area. These people aren't going to respond to phone calls because we started cold calling from originally watching you and your videos and your first videos were all cold calling. And we got more response in Boston from the cold calling than down here. Absolutely. And that was us learning our demographics. Isn't that what the opposite of what people usually say? Yep. The bigger cities, your cold call is not going to work. They get calls. They yep. do, they're rude, nasty. Nah. And you have a shorter window with people up north. So here mm-hmm. you probably have like that, what, seven, eight seconds to, for them to capture you. There is three to five. But <clears throat> if you are calling the right people. And you're just not calling, you know, anybody. But if you're calling the right people, then they're going to give you more time. We just so happened to the list and stuff that I was pulling was the right people. So Mm. they were more receptive to our phone calls. And at that point, I said, listen, steel machine, I need you. I need this app. You hitting up David like, yo. I I stayed in the um, help section. Mm -hmm. I need this. When is this coming Hey, can this do this? And so, and that wasn't able to do it. So I found ways like land. The mm. app doesn't upload land in Deal Machine. She found a way to well, put land it in does. Deal Machine. <laughs> when I use it, because I workarounds re- hacks. I re-engineered it to be able to pull. Could see that's what Land Glide does. You're able to look up that's the platform. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. I know in certain areas of ours, because I know we talked to you about um, some real hot land Mm -hmm. that we had gotten. Um, We had talked to about, you know, someone who had called us about it. And that's how, why I needed a deal machine. I literally looked up the plat map on Landglide, tried to upload in deal machine. It wouldn't let me. So I said, okay, let me figure out how to upload this because I need this land. Mm-hmm. I need it in the area. So I actually, after just playing with it for about an hour, I was able to get it uploaded. After you that, take a picture of the trees? And like that? all I did was take a picture of the trees as the picture of the house <laughs> and send it to him. After that, I Woods. uploaded, I did an entire land and in a pocket area that we're looking to invest <laughs> in. And I these pulled, people call like, look, I got 30 postcards sitting here, but I just got this picture and I saw Polite on it. I just had to call, see what y'all was talking about. That's about it. This land. And from there, I literally, we, I uploaded like 30 land lots in hot, in a hot, hot area. And we probably got a call back from like 15 of them. Mm. We have now land sitting there waiting for us acres, to develop 14 it, acres, like all these big and hot areas. from this app. Just to sit on it because <laughs> there will be a polite veil or a, a Somewhere polite something. Veil. <laughs> We're going to build a community. Absolutely. So, so tell me about your six-figure deal. Uh, uh, tell them about the list. So, so what I list. did was I pulled a very filtered list. Um, and I filtered it down to about 69 names. Absentee. So absentee. Out of state. Out of state owners. Absentee. Purchase. Purchased prior to 1985. Mm-hmm. Um, no mortgage. No mortgage. Free and clear. And was there Super focused. It's like 69 names. Mm-hmm. Oh, in a specific county. Um, in Boston. In Boston, a specific county. And... Put them in Deal Machine. Put it in Deal Machine. I put mm. every single... And we're in North Carolina, so we weren't in Boston taking pictures, but she put them in Deal Machine. Yep, I put every single by. name in Deal Machine, and then I pulled the pictures off of Google Maps. Sent out the postcards. From there, we got probably about 10 callbacks from that list. People was like, hey, I'm not interested now, but, you know, contact me in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was July 2018. And we got a lot of people was like, hey, well, what would you give me for it? Da-da-da. So then we got a callback from a wife. I answered the phone. I got one of your postcards about my property in Boston. Took all her information. I went through the script. I actually used the script that you had. Mm-hmm. 
went through. Cause don't forget, I'm new yeah. to this whole thing. Yeah. She's I nervous had, to even talk to sellers. She I don't like the not. sales part. Like, I had a fear of cold calling. Um, and I tell people all the time, my fear came and went after I had seen that video of yours, like, don't hire a VA to do what you won't do. Mm-hmm. After that, I said, I can't do it. Then I got to dive in. So now she calls, I answer the phone. I go through the whole script cause I have it already on the table in case someone calls, went through the script, got all the information. I'm shaking. Like I, when I tell you, <laughs> I was shaking. That was literally. She got like, off the phone. Like, I talked to her. They want to sell. They live in excited. New Jersey. The property is in Boston. I'm like, okay, okay. And I sent him the information. And he was like, well, when is she going to call back? I said, well, she said her husband is the one who's dealing with it. She's going to have him call back. Um, and I said, okay. And Dedrick was like, well, did you speak to her husband? I'm like, no. But when's he going to call back? I don't know. She just said she's going to have him call back. Okay, when I, well. When I found out where the property was. It's like Central Ave, like prime. It's like you know, you landed on get boardwalk. This, get this guy on the phone right now. Right. I got, I got him on the phone. He was a retired executive, lived in Jersey, inherited this property in the '80s. He did, he hadn't even been there and seen the property in a decade. He was wow. like, "Yeah, I know I got this property." I was like, "Well, how much do you want for it?" He's like, "You know, give me five hundred thousand, and and it's yours." So I started at like three seventy five. And I knew it was a triplex in Boston in a super red hot zone mm. near Ashmont area. Mm. Condos in those triplexes are selling for five hundred thousand per unit. So the ARV was one point five. He wanted five hundred thousand. We ended up selling on four seventy five. Got under contract. I gave myself like ninety days to close on it. We were actually trying to take it down for ourselves. Yeah, we try to take, we try to take everything down. We we try to take everything down, yeah. and then we'll wholesale it as an afterthought. <laughs> But because we're really just buying whole, but forty five, and then we sold it for five, what five ninety five or something like that. Yep, and um, that's after. Like I tell people, people don't really see the, they see the checks, but they don't see the. There work. was like All sixty work phone calls, and we live eighteen. I was running out to get stuff notarized. I'm running out on the phone with the lawyers. Like, look, we need to do this. I double remember close. that. I remember that. Literally, and it closed like a week after we live eighteen. And he ended up the seller ended up going ghost. Oh, and so you know disappeared how he on us. Disappeared on us. He's frustrated. I was gonna fly up to Jersey I'm and like, show up at his house, like sign these papers. <laughs> and I told him, I said, "Listen, playback. What was the last conversation?" And he told me the conversation where they were. And I'm in our relationship and our dynamic. I know how to read people very well. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just she has a discernment on how to read how people. to read people. I like the people whisperer. Literally, and I told him, I said. Do this. Send this email. And this is all I did. I said, send this email to him. He was like, what? He took the email down. It said, hey, Mr. Whatever his name was. Um, hey, just wanted to let you know we're going to go ahead because the seller had reservations because Boston is a tenant friendly area. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There was city. tenants in there. Was squatters so in there. So squatters. Oh, so wow. if. We had no access to the property. We, we didn't even get in to do any showings or nothing. Nothing. He was trying to get him to basically sign off on, hey, sign this letter and our attorney will go ahead and start the process with the tenants and stuff like that and evicting them. And I said, listen, this is what his problem is. You guys are trying to get him to just sign the letter. So saying that, hey, we need you guys out of my house. I said, no, that's the problem. Send him this letter. Hey, such and such, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take over, just buy the property with the tenants and it will handle the mm-hmm. headache of these tenants. Because you're solving a problem. I said. And she has that third party view where she analyzes my sales calls and I'll play them back to her and she'll mm-hmm. be like, pinpoint, this is where you could do it differently. And when I make that change, we close the deal. And more importantly, I told him, put in there, don't worry about it. You just send me over where you want your check sent, how you want it <laughs> deposited into your account. He replied account. in about 10 seconds when he got that mm-hmm. email. Um, I said, and I made him put in there, our attorney just needs to know what name you want on this check. I mean, I went in on the payment yeah. part of it. That man replied in seconds to our email. <laughs> seconds. Secret weapon. I told that to always lead with money first. So, so you put the contract in there. With the tenants, Absolutely. which I've done before, we'll as well too. Don't worry about it. And he was responsive to that he didn't want to deal with the long process of getting squatters out of the nope. house. He so you solved no it. You solved the problem, and by solving a big problem for him, you made a hundred and some thousand dollars. Big right. payday. And not to mention, we made money, and then 
the guy who um, our acquisitions manager slash partner in Boston made money because he he found brought, the buyer. brought the buyer. Mm. So he added his fee on top of that. So that tells you how much spread was still even in yeah. that for both of us deal. to That's make crazy. money. That's awesome. So now you guys are out running. What does your team look like now? Uh, we keep it small. It's I love it. us two. Lean. We have um, an acquisitions manager who's also our contractor. Mm -hmm. So he literally handled all of our um, renovations. He goes on every single seller appointment. Nice. Um, he has a background in basically sales on mm. top of construction. How'd you find him? How'd um, you find him? With networking. Yep. Through yeah. Mr. Robinson's um, group. Yep. Yeah. And that's perfect. So you're going out. People ask me all the time how I find, how I find Francis. I mean, I didn't find Francis. I sold Francis a house, and he ended up being a good guy and a realtor and had all this experience, and we just, just do networking, too. That's it. Yep. And it's us three, and then we have a transaction coordinator, and she basically handles all day-to-day -day calls, emails. She's also, like, our receptionist. Mm -hmm. She does a lot. She handles and we have a VA. all that, and then we have a remote VA, employee. remote employee. And what um, does that remote employee do for you? All data. Data entry. Data entry. Nice. Yeah. So you wake up in the morning, everything's done fresh. That's it. Perfect. So your business is now rocking and rolling. And what what is your plans now? Because you have kids. Yes. Yep. So I know it's, you, you, got, you have two kid, two baby boys. Yes. And you're trying to grow wealth. Absolutely. So your vehicle to that wealth is this wholesaling thing. Yes. So mm -hmm. what are your what are your plans in the future? Man, we we feel like we're just getting started. I mean, people look at us and think we've accomplished a lot, and we have in a short amount of time. Um, but we're just getting started. We're gonna get into multifamily. We're getting into syndications. Mm -hmm. We're gonna build our own development. development. I mean, we got so much going on. It's, um, it's mind is dizzying sometimes, but we're right. very ambitious. Yeah. We are still, like we said, serial entrepreneurs. So we still do things that's non. Yeah, what do you do? Because I do stuff too. What do you? Exactly. What's some things so you're into? We're looking for another franchise to mm -hmm. buy. We're actually looking for mm -hmm. a couple franchises to buy. We spent a lot of people saw us from our social media pages. We were in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Well, what people don't know is we were in St. Louis and for a us, real estate conference, and we were and looking at it franchises. Was us and our girl Christina Spells, home girl, and we were out we looking you, at businesses. Literally, all three of us, and it was just. The, the dynamic of like, yo, my friend got this business. I think y'all would love it. Something that we can all go in on. We was like, let's go. And that's that's what we do too. Like I, you know, obviously me and Dave have an agency. We do things there, but I'm like opening up a rolled ice cream place in 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 Winston. And Listen, that's one of the franchises <laughs> we're looking at. It's so, like an ice cream spot. Yeah. So yeah. just just things like that. Like I'm 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 in probably investing back into like a specialty type restaurant right just just stuff like because this is the vehicle got to diversify this, you, you, diversify and this, is, the, this is the vehicle that you know it allows us to be entrepreneurs and go out exactly. and fund our own adventures exactly and literally i tell people use this financial gain that you're getting from wholesaling take put, those checks invest it invest don't blow it. it on clothes and cars that yeah. stuff's nice just blow one it. of them so you know right. what it feels like and then instead it start stacking because i'm telling you <laughs> it feels a lot better when you can drive down a block and talk about all the houses you own or i can walk into a house listen that is bigger than i've ever lived in and say i own it and it's vacant and i'm cool with that listen right. like you know so just <laughs> things like you know yesterday i came i flew in from la I stopped by two houses that I own that I've never lived in that are bigger than any house that I've ever lived in. Mm, come does, does that make sense? Right. right. Yeah. Come <laughs> so, and I still don't live in a house that big and I own both of them. So like both, you know, 3,000, 4,000 square foot houses that I own that I've never lived in and I've never lived in a house that big. Assets mm. over liabilities. You, you right. know what I mean? So yeah. I, I live, people don't know. I, I live in a, I live in a studio. I live in a zero bedroom studio. Really? Yeah. You don't need all that space. Well, you, but I own. But I own. Oh. I remember. I don't own a wife. No kids. But yeah. I own. A, I own houses bigger than I've ever lived in. Mm. So that just shows you so. what this what this real estate can do for you. Right, and we tell people buy and hold. People like, learn how to buy and hold. Buy and hold. We have for every two properties that we wholesale, we take something down. Woo! I'm one in seven. So I got to step my game up. We're aggressively trying to build 
our rental pool for, and that's good for us because we literally try and take everything down. Like yeah, even Mr. Robinson said, okay, y'all got you can't buy and hold everything. everything. You got to <laughs> flip a few, you know. Yeah, different streams, different buckets. Right. Yeah. So you guys are on the uppity up. It's 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 coming along. You got game plans. We're young. We're learning. Yes. Like. What, what what advice would you give people watching this, young couples, young people um, that are getting into the real estate? And like, just let's go from the couple aspect. What what advice do you give somebody that's sitting at home right now and their spouse don't want nothing to do with it or they're both into it? What angle do you, what, what approach, what would you tell somebody? Because I'm sure you get those questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I would actually take it back even before you get into a relationship. Know yourself first. True. Mm. And know where you're going. If you know where you're going and you get into a relationship with someone who's going in the same direction, you're going to have a lot less resistance. Mm-hmm. I ended up with someone who I know. I knew when I met him, I knew from the way he dressed, how he walked, his swag and everything. I knew he was going to be going in the same direction as Mm -hmm. me, how he carried himself, how when he hit me with his business card and I was like, yo, put my number in your phone. I knew exactly where he was headed. And when I hit him with mine, he knew where I was headed. So he knew Mm -hmm. he had to come correct with me. Mm -hmm. I tell people, look for the man that you want prior to meeting him. And not saying get a dream board and write the man down. I'm not speaking upon that, but I dreamt of him before years before I ever met him. Mm-hmm. I just never saw his face. So when I actually saw it, I said, oh, this is him. That's the face to what I dreamt. This is the dude. Mm-hmm. I dreamt of her, her whole profile. But I knew he wasn't going to come perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. So <laughs> you put work in, but it made my journey to entrepreneurship a lot easier because i had someone equally matched to me because don't get with the dude who's just fly with the bmw and you're an entrepreneur and he's a dude who's cool with working at um the top salesman at sprint at Sp- they- <laughs> no wrong with no, that. I mean, ain't nothing, right. there's nothing wrong with that but if he he needs to have some if for be. you if you're okay with that then be cool but be if cool. it doesn't fit you then you right. need to you need to because level up a lot of women come up to me and they say hey you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. That it, that sticks out to me immediately. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life and my husband, he's just, you know, he's not interested in it at all. I said, well, you knew that when you met him mm. and you knew you were an so entrepreneur. Don't be mad at him now. So you can't be mad at the him. The tiger don't change his stripes. Mm. Right. So you got to literally look for this stuff prior because you can't change him into something that he's not. And a man has to be willing to change. I knew when I met him, if I showed him slowly but surely his real potential, he was going to start to change. All I had to do was just reveal it to him because mm-hmm. he thought he was like, yo, I'm the man right now. Right now. I am the man right now. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, bro. And I saw the man <laughs> in 10 years. So I tell all these women, like, unfortunately, that's something that you should have done 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Looked for that man that you wanted. Like, 10 years ago if he's good with sprint then you he, better be good with it too then you got to be good with it too but find what interests him like with dedrick and i we found our strengths in, in our businesses we always play to our strengths and i don't cross over his if you start talking numbers i'm gonna send you to my husband immediately yeah because that's not my thing that's not what interests me so i don't step on his toes he don't step on my toes and mm-hmm. as a couple it's great because you always have someone there to lean on, vent to, um, argue with. Argue with. Because I'm telling you, when y'all we see ain't the, perfect. y'all, make sure y'all follow us on YouTube because you're going to see a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. That you see the dynamics of any partnership slash relationship. You see, it's not all grits and gravy. Yeah. Unicorns and rainbows. Right. So, not like that every day. Right. But. The good thing is you have someone who's also holding you accountable. So, Dedrick, I'm going to ask you a question here. That This is for the brothers right here. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> because a lot of people in our position, we have that alpha mentality. Mm. Yeah, he got it. How do you, as a successful man, uh, be around a 
successful alpha type woman as well because wow. you know a lot you, you, it, it, am i am i am a lot of people yeah. have a lot of problems with very assertive and know what they want women absolutely but you found your lifelong partner in somebody that can match you and challenge you mm-hmm. so what do you say to the guys out there that's looking right now for their wife their lifelong partner and looking for certain things what not to look for what to look for Man, that's a great question. This is not real estate related. <laughs> this is actually a question for me, but that's go ahead. That's a great question. <laughs> um, spotlight on her. I think it starts with being secure in yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm secure in my manhood, right? I can wear a pink shirt and not feel any type of way because I know I'm still a yeah. man. And being around a woman like this, it doesn't dim my dim my shine. Actually, it only enhances me having her by my side. So I don't men, – some men who are insecure may look at it like, oh, she's competition. She's outshining me. No, she just compliments me. This is my woman. I got her back. She has mine. So it's a. I, I want to see her out front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's like Barack and Michelle. When you get that power team together, like Barack was cool by himself, but with Michelle at his back, the wind in his sails. This is my Michelle. I mean, even greater. But that's how I look at it. I don't look at it as oh, you know, she's alpha female. She's strong. This and that. We compliment each other. Yeah. And I'll say this: that is also something in counseling that we had to understand about each other and how to deal with each deal other, with each other mm-hmm. in regards to that. So he doesn't try and dim me any. Um, he doesn't try and suppress anything, suppress anything in me. Um, and I had to learn how to let a man be a man. And I was raised from a very strong, strong, strong black Her woman. Was a very strong alpha female. And she had to, because my father wasn't in the picture, she had to raise me to make sure that strong. no man would ever take advantage of me. Mm-hmm. And then when I got with the man, my lifelong partner and husband, I had to realize like, okay, it's cool. I can fall back now and let him handle stuff that I was used to handling. Mm-hmm. Because he would let tell me at some times like, babe, I got it. Okay. I got this. I got this. You know, you were a man. You don't got to do everything. Yeah. I got it. And I had to learn that. Like, yeah. okay, yep, you're right. You got this. But at no point in time, I've always made it to the point where I let him know, like, listen, I'm here to support you. Mm-hmm. I'm here to lift you higher. I know as a woman, I'm your helpmate. And I always keep that in mind. And I let him know, whatever you need, whatever you want, I'm here. Yeah, I um, know the same thing. So I think that's another way. That's how that counseling, you guys. I'm telling y'all, get that pre-counseling. Get that pre-counseling. Nothing wrong with it. Package that up. <laughs> so let's let's. I, I know you guys are being looked up, and people are asking you guys questions on how you doing real estate, how you do it as a couple. Yes. I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag, but I know y'all are working on putting together a course. Um, yes. yes. What's that course going to be about? Driving for dollars. The, how po- to, how the to make, polite how to make way. Millions doing that. Absolutely. Oh, the polite yeah. method. Right. So it'll definitely be a course on driving for dollars and um, scaling it, um, basically power using driving for dollars. Um, plus direct mail. Plus direct mail using the Deal Machine app. Um, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time we were able to uh, use this app in a way that it puts us on the level playing field as the Scott Oots. And people who are spending without spending that without much, spending that much but who are spending forty thousand dollars getting yeah, we're that spending return. four thousand on, on right when you don't have when you ain't when you got that checking and that savings and they ain't <laughs> set up to talk to each other and you got a limited budget that's what we want to help people with is how to effectively use your mm-hmm. limited budget while using deal machine any any expectation on date next Time. 30 60 days we're in the yep. lab working on it so right now right yep. yeah okay well, where where can they find you guys? Where can they find, you know, all social media, um, Instagram at Be Polite Properties, Facebook Be Polite Properties. You can look up our personal names as well, um, and YouTube. We just launched a YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, we're getting pointers from Max on how to grow it to a hundred thousand plus. Right, we need that plaque. Be Polite Properties on YouTube. <laughs> please subscribe. Please like. We're putting out content. I mean, we're following your, your model. Um, yeah, fire yeah. content. Valuable content. We're not holding nothing back, and we want people to I'm, just. I'm glad you brought that up. up. I'm doing this thing that literally is a random thought. Me and Dave were sitting in Tacoma, Washington. The women's elite eight basketball teams were playing for a tournament, and he said, "Oh, it's the elite eight. I was like, "Oh, great idea." He's like, "What?" I was like, "We need to bring eight people to Winston Salem 
you know, once every other month or something like that, that, you know, we select. Obviously, it's something they got to pay for. But they get to come to our office. They get to see, go to my real estate office on downtown, mm-hmm. get to see how we have our business, how paperwork we use, how we hire, how, the software, mm. the method. I'm not teaching you wholesaling. Right. I'm going to show you how we do it, how we scale, infrastructure, what it looks yeah. like, the day-to-day, show you some properties, show you how Francis runs, show you how my call sales team runs. Mm. Half of the day over there and then half of the day in the studio. I'm going to show you guys how I make content. I'm going to show you how we put mm. it out, show you the stuff like we that. We might have to mm. sign up for that. Cause so, <laughs> so that's going to be called the Elite Eight. I ha- we ha- It's just the thought right here. We're going to put it together. Um, it's coming soon. First one will probably be in June. Um, so we'll do the entrepreneur a, a, a having those thoughts come in that's and, and, and materialize people it. coming in here because you, you guys get to see the facility. Oh, but yeah, people want to see how we use it and how we put out content, how we do videos, how we do Instagram, but not only for yourself, but I believe everybody needs to be a brand, Absolutely. but you also for your business, yep. mm-hmm. right? It's, it's important to do both and, Absolutely. and being a, uh, an influencer and helps with your personal business, your brand and everything like everybody's that. Everybody's so, a brand these days. Gotta so build it. Yep. I really want you, everybody to go check out, uh, uh, the polites. And we the- also um, just to let you guys know we definitely have something coming for couples as that's, well. That's what I want to do. Oh, let me let me let me finish. Pause. I want to <laughs> challenge you guys because I'm right now I'm writing my book, my personal book. Yes. Right. You guys need to write a book. Real talk. You need to come together and write a book because yeah. this image is not out there like that. Yeah. You need to come together, write a book on why on on how you did it. Yep. Mm. Not that you all the way done. Right. right. How you're doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. And we've, a, we've been told that a few times, so we may now have to really you gotta look do it. into it. You got to do it. Hundred. Yeah. That's your challenge. Go by the end selling. of the year, by the okay. end of the year, come up with a plan on, on that book. Okay. That's the challenge, you guys. We so love it. Iron sharpers iron. Right. There you so go. end of the year, that's, that's our plan. There you go. Make sure you have everything good and go. But I appreciate you guys coming out here. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure this won't be the last time. We no. appreciate some updates. you. When you uh when you launch that course, come out again. I want to test it because obviously I am actually following your drive for dollars method now, on how we're scaling our drive for dollars team. So yeah, so we'll you know we're coming come out, back. Come out, come back. Um, and I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Thank you. So don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube. Please give me a five star rating on iTunes. We're trying to crack the top twenty. Uh, podcast out there oh and yeah, I uh, saw that. stay tuned for mindset mondays coming in a few days and maybe you guys see the polites here again soon but uh, make sure you go follow them and i'll see you guys around appreciate everything thank you for listening to the wholesaling houses elite podcast with max maxwell make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat